My name is Claire Marshall and I'm listening from Calgary, Alberta. Hi everyone, welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. This show is about reviews, interviews, and my daily views. It's a story podcast about my life in Calgary. Whatever, whenever. This show drops every Tuesday. Follow me on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook, and the links are on my website at ValerieMoss.ca. Today's show is part one of a three-part series. I'm interviewing Claire C. Marshall, a Calgary author. I found her and her awesome booth full of books at a creative show here in Calgary. I bought this series. Let's get to know this author and where she got her training, her love of writing, and her supportive mom. She's from rural Nova Scotia, Sheet Harbor, actually, Eastern Shore, about 1.5 hours from Halifax, population 2000. In this first part, we will get to know the beginning the first book of this three-part saga, and this amazing Calgary, Alberta author, Claire C. Marshall. Here's the back of the first book's cover. We'll be focusing on book one today, and the next two parts as well. If you're interested in reading along with me, check out her site and mine, ValerieMoss.ca for all the details and where to get your copy of the book. Come take a lecture from the mysterious Jador, but don't be late. The first book is called Stars in Her Eyes. It's book one of the Sparkstone Sega by Claire C. Marshall. Burn hot and cold, read minds, disappear at will, dream your own death. Welcome to Sparkstone University, where some students are more gifted than others. When Ingrid learns she's been accepted at the hyper-secretive Sparkstone University, she is skeptical. It's an honor to attend, apparently, and yet barely anyone has ever heard of this place. And everyone seems a little too happy that she's there, especially when she meets Sunny and her group of friends. They seem to already know Ingrid, as if she was expected. Enjoy the episode. 
Sure. Uh, do you want me to wear these? Yes. Yeah, so oh, you can yeah. wear those. And I'll just help you get this set up. So sure. on the one side here, mm -hmm. let's turn that on. Oh, maybe it was on the side. <laughs> There's a light. Oh, okay, yeah. perfect. Okay. Yeah. So that's your right ear. How okay. you have it is good. And this is just like a minty sure. kind of medley. Sounds good. Can you hear yourself? I can, and I can okay, hear you. Good. Yeah. I have the same microphone, actually. Oh, the Blue Yeti? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, like I really it. like it. I really like it, too. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Except you don't have one of these. Is that the um, the it's like a, Yeah, like a pop filter. Yeah, that's it. won't called. really do much in here, but yeah. when I'm just like more instrument with recording and then I use that. Yeah, I should get myself one of those. I actually do a weekly fantasy serial now. You know, I saw that on your website. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it, I know. Yeah, I mean, you have a podcast, you know. I know, it, yeah, like once you kind of get in, um, Fairy, right? Fairy Ink Press. Yes, F-A-E-R-Y. I'm going to pull it up because I was looking at it this morning when I was kind of doing like my final mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of review and I'm like, what's this weekly series? So it's, it's a fantasy story and I release a chapter every week. This is great. Oh, thanks. And are you read like audio or is it it's, just? It's audio and you can read it. Oh, excellent. Yes. Yes. Because when we were kind of initially going back and forth, you were mm -hmm. saying you weren't sure if you were going to put your books in audio or how you kind of wanted to go yeah, down Yeah, I, I don't know because I, I do kind of like the idea of me doing it, but, I, but I'm also like, this is a lot of work. <laughs> I know, the editing and everything. Uh, oh, yeah. And so I, much. So much. I already do my own weekly thing. Would you like to? Yes, please. Okay, sure. sure. Like I do my own weekly thing, and then I also produce two other shows as part of the freelance work that I do. Okay. Like every week, so I'm like, it's doing the books is like it's another thing I that know. I would have to and do. And like, do you work full time or is this your full time? So a fairy ink press is like fifty percent. Okay. And then uh, my freelance work is the other fifty percent. So my freelance work is. Uh, like um, stuff to do with podcasts, publishing related stuff like website design and development and uh, occasionally book editing and book publishing and all that stuff. So anything okay. kind of adjacent or inside of publishing I do because I went to school for publishing okay. and journalism. Oh, and journalism. Okay, great. Yeah, I have a journalism degree, uh, like a Bachelor of Journalism. Yeah. And then I did the Humber College um, four months program. It's in Toronto. Oh, okay. It's, it's a condensed four-month program that is, it's just a certificate, but it gives you everything you need to know. And you liked it. It was awesome. I, I really liked it because all I wanted is to have a publishing house. Like, that's what I want. Amazing. And so I went there to kind of learn, because you, you can Google search and Google search anything. Anything. And yeah. I learned a lot from that when yeah. I was like, you know, 18, 19. But then getting into like who you know and actually the insider stuff, I learned a lot about oh, that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Claire C. Marshall, what does the C stand for? Uh, Campbell, oh, actually. Campbell. <laughs> that oh, that's sounds familiar. So funny. <laughs> 
Um, welcome, Claire C. Marshall, to the show, writer and Thank author you. of amazing books like Sparkstone Sega and the Violet Fox series. I had the privilege of meeting Claire at a creative market show when I was captivated by her book's covers. And then, finding out she was a Calgary author, I proceeded to buy the Sparkstone series. And my girlfriend bought the Violet Fox series. Claire also signed our books with colorful pens. Once I started reading the Sparkstone series, I was hooked. I'm still hooked. I wanted to learn more about this Calgary author and her way of creating such a great visual. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on this rainy, rainy July day. It's not as rainy down here as it is in ranch lands, but... Oh, really? Yes, it was more Keep it up there. My name is Claire C. Marshall, and I'm an author-publisher at Fairy Inc. Press. That's F-A-E-R-Y Inc. Press. So tell me, so you were telling me a bit earlier, so you have a publishing degree. Yes. Publishing background journalism. Yes. So I went to, uh, well, first of all, we'll go way back. I grew up in rural Nova Scotia. Okay. Yes. One of your characters is from there. Yes. Yes. And actually, yeah, I did take a lot. Um, I grew up, I am a musician, actually, just like the protagonist in the Spark Zone saga. I play, but I don't play the same instruments. I play the fiddle. Okay. The Cape Breton style. And I play. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I play the boron and I step dance. And actually, uh, yeah, I grew up. playing with my sister at local events, community events, weddings, funerals. And what did she play? Uh, also the fiddle, boron, step dancing. Oh, what's a boron? So it's a, it's a drum. Okay. Uh, it's a circular drum, and you put your hand in behind it. There's goat skin, like a goat skin okay, drum. Yeah. And you have a stick that is a tipper. Yeah. And you play it with your with one hand, like it's kind of hard oh, to describe in audio format. Yeah, but you it's played uh, like a figure eight almost. Kind like. of, yeah. So you play it with with right hand and right handed. Okay. So you would play it like this. So I I play that as well. <laughs> I'll just take a picture and then we can um, sure. <laughs> but you play it, yeah, like this. Um, but boron is spelled like B O D. H R A with an accent. And oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. It's a Celtic drum. Okay. Basically. So I play that. And you know, I can like kind of dabble around on the piano and stuff, but I, I Ingrid, the protagonist, plays the harp, and I think that's a very beautiful instrument, which I cannot play. The harp is incredible. Yes, yes. So uh, I grew up, um, yeah, I've been playing since I was like eight years old. And so very musical, very musical family. Um, Then I went to the University of King's College for journalism. Mm -hmm. And that was a four-year program. Um, My mom actually really encouraged me to take journalism because uh, she was like, oh, you know, you're a writer. But journalism, 
journalism is like a trade. It's a useful job that you can get the skills in, then you can go out and you can get a job and you'll be employable. And then if you want to do novels and stuff on the side, you can still do that. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So um, did you want to be a writer then? Oh, I, I've always wanted always? to be a writer. Okay. I have been writing since I was like five years old, like just different stories. I would make up stories about my friends and uh yeah just writing novels since i was like 12 years old and wow. submitting to publishers and trying to get information about how the publishing industry works right so my dad would buy me like the writers uh it's not writers digest but it's the writers market the big fat book that uh has all the publishers in it and so he would buy or get that for me and and i would go through it and i started submitting query oh, letters interesting okay yeah. yeah so okay got you yeah yeah so i would submit query letters to publishers when i was like 15 years old and sending out these 100,000 word mammoth manuscripts to them and they would send very nice rejections back being like your writing needs work, and 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 which is totally fair. It didn't need work because I was 15 years old, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so I kept kind of learning and writing, and so that's why I wanted to at least take some kind of writing adjacent mm-hmm. degree. Um, so in the second year of my degree, uh, 2008 happened, and uh, one of the newspapers in Halifax shut down, and suddenly. Everybody was saying to us, there are no jobs. There are no jobs in journalism. There are no jobs anywhere. So you will be lucky to get anything when you are out of school. And I was just like, oh no. <laughs> like okay. I was promised a job or I thought that I would be safe, you know? Right. Um, so that's when I was really like, okay, what do you really want to do? Right. And I was like, you know, I really am interested in the business of publishing and maybe I should look into that. Okay. So I've always been interested and attracted to business right, stuff. Right. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. So then I just did this really deep dive into, you know, how the, how the publishing industry works. And that was really just when self-publishing was starting to become more of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so That's I was like 11 years ago. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, I would just, I would go to like the 10th page of Google, just reading anything I could mm-hmm. find. And my friend told me about the Humber college program in Toronto, uh, which is a four month publishing certificate. And so I looked that up and I was like, this is exactly what I need because it's basically, here's how publishing works in Canada, right. very specific, and it's led, uh, or was led at the time by a former Penguin publisher, uh, Cynthia Good. So, oh, okay. Yes. Penguin Publishing. Yep. Yes. Yep. I'm so, yeah. So, um, I was like, that's what I'm going to do okay. uh, after I finished my degree. So, two years later, I applied for the program. Uh, there was an interview process. I got accepted. It's a very small program right. and I was so excited and so literally finished one degree and went off to Toronto. I had I, I had been to Toronto before but I had never really lived that far away. Okay so you came <laughs> from where in Nova Scotia? So it's a, it's a rural Nova Scotian fishing village called Sheet Harbor, S-H-E-E-T. Okay. Um, it's on the eastern shore. Um, it's about an hour and a half from Halifax. Okay, so you were there, and how, what's the population there when you were there? Oh, in Sheet Harbor? Like, um, there's maybe 2,000 people on the whole shore. Right. To give you some context, the, the high school that I went to was a, a 
joint grade seven to 12 and there were 270 people. Okay. Now I think it's down to 200. They're actually making a grade primary to 12 school, they're building a new school. So very, very small to like Halifax and then to Toronto, right? Where, uh, where I went and I really liked the program. It really filled in my publishing gaps. I met a lot of friends there who were very similar to me, great. Uh, including my fia- now fiance. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, that really gave me some context for like, publishing is what I want to do and writing writing and publishing, but it's a lot of work. Like I went in there convinced that I could make like a publishing company all by myself. Mm -hmm. And then the final project was create a publishing company with a group. And it showed me like all the different roles. And we actually had to contact real authors Mm -hmm. to get them to do fake books for our publishing company. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it really like showed me, okay, like you need help with Mm -hmm. this. Um, but and, you know what I love about that is because you went in naive yeah, and you didn't know any different. This is how I am in life too. I go in and go, I didn't do this. Mm-hmm. And because you're naive, you have the moxie yeah. to be able to persevere and fight for it and figure it out and mm-hmm. do the mock things that you need to test your theories and everything. Yes. So I love that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so then, so where did the name... Uh, fairy ink come from so fast forward now you're in Calgary yeah so actually um the name fairy ink press came when I was 16 years old okay and like 15 16 and I don't it it kind of came out of these stories that I was writing with my then boyfriend and I I I really just liked the spelling of mm-hmm. fairy. Like, I like the idea of fairies, mm-hmm. um, but I like the fairy spelt more Celtic way, F-A-E-R-Y. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I, I think I was just sitting on the bus because I had, like, 45-minute bus rides to school every day. Right. And so I had a lot of time to think about things. And, yeah. And just the name Fairy Ink Press mm-hmm. came to me, and it's just like, that sounds, like, so good, and it sounds right. And it just I just always kept it with me and I love the logo thank you my my boyfriend did that one or my fiance he's my fiance now (laughs) I I got engaged at Christmas (laughs) oh that's so exciting thank you very ink press Mm -hmm. so um, so yeah so I was in Toronto um I came here to Calgary because my fiance is from here okay yeah yes we had a choice um I I could have stayed in Toronto Uh, I had an internship you know I had some stuff that I could have stayed for but it was really expensive to live. So expensive. so expensive to live in Toronto. I mean, it, it's expensive to live here, but when you are a twenty young twenty something and you don't like, I had freelance jobs at the time, but nothing like super solid. Right. And uh, and my starting now, out. Yeah, and right. my and my now fiance is like, well, why don't we come here and uh, we can you can stay with my parents and mm-hmm. it'll just be like for a month or whatever. And uh, I've been here ever since. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. So do you love the mountains? Are you a mountains person now? Or you miss the ocean? Or There is something about the ocean. I really do miss it. And uh, my, my fiancé kind of makes fun of me for this. But I, I do kind of use the water as like a... a uh, it like grounds you and mm-hmm. shows you where you are because so, you're like, oh, the water is that way. I'm over here. Mm-hmm. So everything is fine. You know that the there's an end 
somewhere to the land and out here it's very different like I I don't drive here because I get very like kind of lost and confused everything out here looks the same to me Mm. like I I don't know how to explain it I love the mountains I really like going to Banff and Canmore and like Mm -hmm. those areas it feels very calming to me but here in Calgary the city it's it's just like I can't I'm very bad at navigating unless right. unless I've walked there several times and I kind of know yeah and I can kind of get around by the train but just the landscape every street looks sort of the same to me I I am not good with um, navigation like <laughs> I because everywhere here I've been here 23 years now and everywhere you drive somewhere, you drive back a different way. Mm-hmm. Because we have, like, one ways, or the roads are split, or... And I don't know my north, south, east, west. Neither like, do I. I do not have that internal compass, so <laughs> I got lost a lot when I moved here, because I was driving, but I got lost a lot here. So I can very much relate to that. Stick to the path you know, mm-hmm. and you're sure to get there. So did you drive here today? Uh, no, my 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 fiance drove me here. Oh, you did? <laughs> yes. Really yeah, I I don't really drive at all. Actually, okay. I only really drive in Nova Scotia. I know that I should drive more. I I do travel so much, but um, like by plane and I take buses and right, stuff. Right. But uh, I don't know. It's very. I find it very intimidating. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. you'll figure it out. Right? I hope so. Well, I think I'll have to. My name is Claire C. Marshall, and I'm an author-publisher at Fairy Inc. Press. That's F-A-E-R-Y Inc. Press. The Sparkstone Saga ideas when I was in university, when I was at King's um, in Halifax, and uh, I I guess, you know... it's hard to say where people come from specifically. Mm-hmm. A lot of me is in Ingrid. Um, like I can tell. You're kind of your curly hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like to think she's a little bit more like my sister. Kind okay. of physically. My sister is taller than me, although she's younger. Um, she's got. She's a little more calm than me. I'm a little bit more outgoing than she is. So right. there's some of that in there. Um, Ingrid is very like... I, she's sort of a secret fangirl, okay. maybe not so secret, um, but she doesn't always like to uh, advertise that to the world all the yeah, time. Yeah, so she is a bit secretive, yeah. yeah. Or like sort of maybe even introverted, I don't know. Yeah. and Because I've, she's an only child. Yes, yes, there's that too. And so why did you, what was your, I don't know, like why is she an only child? You know what, I tend to do that with my characters. Uh, well, I didn't in the fantasy series, but I have a sister. Yeah. So I, it's kind of weird to like have write me write characters that have siblings because I have a sister. Right. So in my fantasy series, uh, my protagonist has a brother because I don't have a brother. Okay. And in this, uh, she has no siblings. So it just I don't want anybody to be like, oh, you put your sister in the book. <laughs> and I was oh, like, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> right. Because they would kind of pigeonhole that thought process, right? Yeah, so I I don't know. It just, that's how it kind of came out. Um, And then all of the other characters, which 
their backstories are sort of revealed as the series goes on. Because we have Sunny, and then we have Misty, and mm-hmm. we have Ethan, and Will, and Gia. So, yeah. It, it's really... So she's loosely based on you. I mean, there's Especially me... Especially being there. There's me in every every character, every protagonist, I would say. Because I... Of course. It's easy it's to write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really about, like, going to, in a place where you've never been before and meeting people who are different than you and learning how to get along with people who are different than you. Like, everybody goes through that in life. Yeah. Right? So I love your young adult kind of swing on it, oh, your thanks. YA swing, because, I mean, it keeps it clean and it keeps yes. the mystery there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of that adult kind of influence in it mm-hmm. um so i have your book here as you can mm-hmm. see and when i look through here i love the dialogue between the mom and dad oh thank you so is that kind of i don't know do you know where we can read maybe a little bit about uh, the mom is sure. so here i'll give you your book <laughs> but the dialogue between the parents i thought was so funny they're kind of oh thank fussing you over and then they're going through the tolling station this is kind of like my parents I, I, really? I, I think, uh, well, I, I have to read it to see. Do you want me to just read some? Yeah, read some. So kind of set the scene. So this is the beginning of the series. So it's the beginning. The, the first book is Stars in Her Eyes. Yeah. So in the first chapter, Ingrid and her two parents, uh, they are driving to Sparkstone, uh, which is this mysterious town where this university exists. And she's been kind of forced to be accepted to this university. Right, because she never actually applied. Yeah, they call kind they of. call her and they're like, you're coming to this university. Yeah, so they thank you for your application. It's like this mysterious thing. Yes, yeah. And okay. she's given really no other options. Right. So, and her parents are like, well, you have oh, to go to university. Oh, <laughs> it's this prestigious place. Yes, even though we're going to pay a bunch of money, but it's going to be all fine. Like, yeah. you're going to have a great university education. And, you know, that is kind of how it was when I went to university. Like, I, King's was a pretty prestigious uh, place that I was accepted to, and so I felt very excited to be able to go there. So it's sort of... Oh, was it kind of like a... University of King's like College. Like only a certain number of people can get in. Yes. And you have to like... Well, I mean, I, that's my impression. Uh, King's is part of Dow, and it's a smaller school, and it's definitely like has this old world feel, and it has a lot of traditions in it. Like, like the freshmen or uh, the first year students, we would, every month there was this like monthly dinner, and we could drink a little bit of sherry, and we would dress in our robes, and then we would go to this oh dinner. It was like a whole... Like Harry Potter. It was kind of Harry Potter-ish. Like, even the buildings, because it's in Halifax, everything is older. So old. Yes. Not like here, where everything is, like, super new. Yes. Right. Yes. So, I mean, a lot of the aesthetic is definitely from my experience going to King's Love and being that. around all these, like, super smart people. And wow. being like, wow, I guess I get to be here. And that feeling of like, I hope I'm smart enough to wow, be here. because so neat. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, very. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so. So, so okay. sorry. So now we're back to. Okay, so it's. Ingrid and her parents. Ingrid and her parents. Um, they are going through this toll booth because there is a, there's this wall that surrounds the town. And there's a, there's a booth there and they are just going to drive into the gate and they're meeting somebody at the gate. 
So I can. And Ingrid's like super worried. I'll let you kind of. Yeah, yeah, she's kind Ingrid's of. Ingrid's kind of worried about she, her her instruments. She has first aid jitters, basically. Right. And so she's does so her parents. Funny, a and her bit. mom is so <laughs> nervous. Okay, I'll let you look for it. Okay. The guard's fat lips twitch a bit, but he nods again and ventures to his toll booth a few feet away to the left of the car. The large golden gate blocking our entry to the town of Sparkstone is closed, and the thick white concrete and brick walls stretch into the horizon. Sparkstone is determined to keep outsiders out, or insiders in. I wonder what secrets it holds. Ask him if we have to pay a toll, Mum hisses to Dad as she peers suspiciously at the guard, who is fumbling with papers in his porta potty sized toll booth. I think he would have said something if there were a toll, Dad replies. Well, Ingrid, did your acceptance package say anything about a toll booth? What about the website? Mum twists around in her seat to look at me, panicked. We've driven seven hours in total to get to this gate. Three hours from Calgary, a quick stop in Edmonton for the night, and now four hours this morning. Worth it, my parents think, because Sparkstone University is an upstanding institution that churns out graduates who apparently acquire positions in their fields of study all over the world. But I don't have the heart to tell them the truth that the website is just four pages of filler text with stock images of smiling faces and charming small town buildings, that even though the acceptance letter is curled in my fist, I don't remember applying to any institution called Sparkstone University. What did you think about this first part and Claire's reading from her book? Are you intrigued? I just love the innuendos about Calgary, Edmonton, and Alberta. Thanks for hanging with us today and getting to know this amazing Canadian author right here in Calgary. Next week on the show, part two, we'll be reading more from the Sparkstone Saga series from Claire's voice. Just sit back and listen to her crystal clear voice and her compelling storytelling next week on Valerie's Variety Podcast. Talk to you next Tuesday. My name is Claire C. Marshall, and I'm an author-publisher at Fairy Ink Press. That's F-A-E-R-Y, Ink.